Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Vegas. On today's show, you'll meet a popular Vegas entertainer, Joelle Rigetti. You'll also take a tour of a wonderful car museum, Nostalgic Street Rods, with its proprietor, Sherry Goldstrom. Today's show features an expanded episode of Your Vegas Insider with Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com discussing the decline of tips in Vegas. Joelle Rigetti, you probably have heard her. She's been in Magic Acts. She's done, she's got, if you go look at her website, you'll see she's been in movies and TV and so forth. But now she's doing something that I want to talk to her about. Uh, It's a company called the Gypsy Mobile Minister, and it's exactly what you think of. She'll bring that wedding to you. Where'd you come up with the idea, Joelle, to uh, take, take the weddings on the road? How you doing today? I'm, I'm doing <laughs> good. <and> foremost, <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, greetings from Las Vegas. Well, you know, um, I think as an entertainer, I've always been a creator, and you know, sort of like a circus clown, where you're always creating something new. And the Gypsy Mobile Minister came from um, a time when I was in between production shows. Um, I have been very lucky to have been in six of the longest running production shows in Las Vegas. Um, And so I was in the middle between the fifth and sixth production show. And I was uh, doing what I needed to do to feed my family. And I started working for a wedding chapel here in town as a limo driver. And I've been very plugged into my church for over 20 years. And the, uh, the um, opportunity was presented to me to become a minister. And one of the owners of the wedding chapel said to me, listen, you know, if you get your minister's license, we will allow you to perform ceremonies here. And um, they happened to be doing themed weddings. So I was able to integrate some of my characters. And then um, I realized the need for mobile weddings that people don't want to go to the wedding chapel they don't want to go do the big wedding and spend the money they just want to get married and sometimes they want to elope and come to vegas and so my business was created in 2015 and um i have to tell you um i've been really blessed 
you know? Well, that's a really great idea, and, and I think you're right. I think a lot of people like the idea of going to get married in Vegas. They don't necessarily want to go. Not everybody wants to go to one of those drive-up wedding chapels or one of, you know, Elvis impersonators and so forth. Sometimes they're just looking to get married, and I think it's a great idea. Now, you can do, like, a, a share thing, right, because I know you're a share impersonator. And in fact, if oh, you yeah. go to your website, you do some great stuff there. So do you do it as other characters as well? Yeah, I've I've done Marilyn Monroe, Cher. I've even even done um, uh, like a rocker chick, like a Joan Jett, um, and I think I sang "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" at the altar. And I mean, I've done all kinds of crazy stuff. People will call and they they want different things. Um, so, you know, like I said, being a creator and being kind of crazy and um, sort of being able to throw on any hat, I have been able to to you know do those different characters. I've done a couple of engagements as well. I did a surprise engagement in front of the Cosmopolitan for these two guys that wanted to get engaged there. And I just hopped out of a car and walked right over and started singing. And um, I also, uh, over the summer, someone reached out to me during COVID and they also wanted to do a surprise proposal. And so I was hired to go as Cher. And sure enough, I popped out of nowhere in a share costume and um yeah it was it was really fun to help with the proposal so um these things are are good i also have been very blessed you know i've been phoned a couple of times by celebrities um one of the celebrities uh tmz caught on to which was faith evans and stevie J. they were part of that show love and hip-hop mm-hmm and they called me up in the afternoon on the same day they were getting married in a hotel room in Las Vegas. And I didn't know who they were until I arrived. And of course, I'm not a person that's going to um, upset my uh, personal business. And so I didn't take a picture or I didn't yeah. have anything to, you know, I didn't want to bother him. And that's the beauty of being in show business. You understand um, the professionalism of being, you know, kind of um, personal and quiet and uh, TMZ did catch on and they contacted me and I refused to sell them a story or anything. I said, I'm, I'm just not, that's not my, you know, my typical yeah. way, but, um, yeah, so it's it's been interesting. Well, it makes a lot of sense because like you were mentioning before, you know, I'm, I'm, you work in this business, and there's there are up times, but there are also down times, and sometimes you learn to you have to have other irons in the fire to keep you going, and you do what you have to to take care of your family. And I think this gypsy mobile minister thing is really good. I mean, for example, you talk about proposals. Well, if somebody is thinking that it's just going to be somebody who looks a little like Cher, they they need to go to your website because yeah. it's way more than that. <laughs> and it's something, if somebody's got a, a phone or something and so forth, uh, they're going to be pretty impressed by it. I, I, it. It's a real cut above, and I can see where this is something that are – you, are you looking in the future to be doing more and more of this as the years go on? Well, you know – Oddly enough, I have a business plan. I'm finishing seminary right now. I'm in Bible college. You know, oftentimes I think people say, well, are you a real papered minister? Did you go to seminary? And yes, I, I'm in the middle of that. I'm only a couple of classes away at the end of this year. I will have that paper trail that states that I did go to Bible college, and that and that's a big deal to a lot of people. Am I going f farther with it? Absolutely. Um, 
you know, I, I love people and I'm crazy about helping others. And not only do I do weddings, but I also do funerals and I like to marry them and bury them. <laughs> and so I think I've got some kind of a business perhaps well, yeah, but going you know, forward with that, you know, the fact that you're going to this length, I mean, you're doing it because it's important to you, right? I mean, you, you want that credibility for them. Well, it's important to me. And I think part of this package is if you're going to do it, go all in and, and represent. The only difference is, um, you know, I don't discriminate. And there are some things biblically that I that I question. And I guess when I get home. Uh, in heaven, I'll have that conversation with my God, and I'll deal with that then. Um, that's to be uh, discussed, and that's a that's a very delicate dance, I have to say. Yeah, um, bad. being morally, yeah, morally and ethically correct is a very difficult dance in a biblical world. However, um, I've taken a stab at it, and yeah, for my clients and for. Um, you know, for my business, I think it's a it's a win win. You can't go wrong with education. More with songwriter and recording artist Joelle Rigetti in just a moment. Please remember to visit Vegas Never Sleeps online for the best in Vegas. It's VegasNeverSleeps.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and help you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. Call 800-273-2295. That's 800-273-2295. Again, 800-273-2295. That's 800-273-2295. Boy, man, I had a rough night's sleep. Boy, I got a letter from the IRS yesterday and I I just couldn't sleep. Man, I'm dying here. Somebody help me. IRS problems affect more than just your finances. If you're ready to take back control of your life and you owe more than $10,000, you need to call the tax doctor. Their expert staff can immediately protect you from the IRS and state collectors and get you the best possible tax settlement guaranteed. The IRS has recently released new programs geared in helping struggling taxpayers, where you may qualify to settle your tax debt and wipe out up to 85% or more of what you currently owe. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor right now. See if you qualify to pay less. 
Call 800-511-6983. That's 800-511-6983. Again, 800-511-6983. That's 800-511-6983. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. In case people don't know what you did before all this stuff, uh, you've been in a number of different acts. Again, I really enjoyed going to your website because... As I looked at it, uh, you've got a, a wealth of talent there, and it's been something that uh, you've been kind of developing it for a number of years now. Yeah, well, you know, my family moved here in the 60s. My dad worked for Elvis Presley, and so I was raised in the shadows of show business, and I got the show business bug when I first shook Ann margarets hand when I was three years old. Um my uncle was uh, her musical arranger, as well as he played saxophone for Frank Sinatra and for Elvis. And so um, I sort of was uh, surrounded by these icons in Las Vegas, and it was nothing for me to think of them as someone in my backyard, typically. Yeah, and that becomes <laughs> a part of your life. So, yeah, so like you say, you're not, it doesn't seem like an impossible dream because you were living it even as a little kid. Well, I was. And, you know, for me, growing up in Las Vegas and then starting to train as a little girl, I had this desire to be on stage. And so my career started fairly young when I was 15 and I traveled the world. And um, like I said, I've been in six of the longest running shows in Las Vegas and they just, they don't make them like they used to. It's got to be hard for people like yourself too who are in that career. There's less and less opportunities to get into these shows. I mean, there there are some shows, but now they're more just your, uh, typical shows that you would see anywhere in the country. Well, and you know, the other thing too is as I get older, that's where you have to recreate yourself. You know, now what I'm doing is I have a three-piece. I just played the Italian American Club two weeks ago. I'm with a three-piece band under my own name, Joel Rigetti, and we do three hours of dinner music. And, you know, it's a different venue. The money's not in it anymore. You do it because you love it, and you do it because you want to stay somewhat in the business. Um, I also have a rock band, and I do a lot of private events. It's called Joel and the Gypsies, and we do a lot of 80s rock and roll. And, um, you know, like I said, um, the venues are slim pickings. It sounds like you can have some fun, though, because you're doing different types of music. I mean, there's a big difference between the big hair bands of the 80s, but then you're also doing some stuff, like you said, at the Italian-American Club. Uh, and what kind of, like you say, dinner music for the three hours? So what are we what are we thinking of when we say that? You know, you're talking about um, everything from, you know, the music from the 60s, like a lot of the old vaudeville music, um, even like, oddly enough, like Sinatra or... Um, uh, just different, um, oddly enough, dinner music has an array of, of music that you can pull. You have fun out there, and I'm just kind of wondering, <laughs> as you look ahead to 2021, a part of this, you, you have no control over. Who knows what's going to happen for sure, but assuming mm. things get better as it goes, how are you looking at the rest of the year coming out? I mean, hopefully some more... Uh, some more gigs, but also I guess you want to see the expansion also of the mobile minister. 
I do. You know, before the shutdown, I was managing two um, two wedding chapels in town. One was at the Excalibur, and one was at the um, Luxor. I was the house minister there, and I had a lot of work there. It's just if people can find you. That's the key, is they got to be able to find you on Google. My website, the Gypsy Mobile Minister, um, if you Google mobile ministers, it's on the first page. Unfortunately, people don't always gravitate to the third or fourth person. They'll grab the first thing that they see. So, you know, with with longevity comes more ratings, and so you just have to kind of keep moving. So I'm thinking, as the year goes on, uh, things will morph in that direction. I plan on um, doing more outdoor concerts and things as the city reopens. I understand the governor has just listed part of our restaurant um, capacity and he's changed the amount of people that can be in there and he's also changed the 25 feet he's getting ready to pull that 25 feet distance away from the band to the audience so therefore i think that a lot of venues are going to be starting to reopen and they're going to be looking for live music so well let's hope so and let's tell people how they can get a hold of you so first of all it's the gypsy mobile minister right in the dot com, dot com yeah, absolutely dot com. and my other website where you can look at photos of me in the business and as share and as um, uh, all the characters that I do, that's joelrigetti.com. They're connected. So if you happen to stumble upon Gypsy Mobile Minister and go to the About Joel page, there's a link and it'll bring you to Joel Rigetti. If you go to Joel Rigetti, you want to find Gypsy Mobile Minister, there's a link and it'll bring you back there. So the two are tied together, which makes it nice if you're interested and you're bored and you want to check things out. <laughs> oh, no, definitely worth checking out. And let's tell for people that aren't like us, that grew up Italian, they might not know, spell Rigetti for them. Oh, Rigetti like spaghetti with an I, R-I-G-H-E-T-T-I. That's another thing I was going to say is, you know, I try to stay within my bounds of the Italian heritage. I'm raising my son with Sunday dinners and um, trying to keep the traditions going for him. I believe it's a big deal, and especially here in Vegas. Vegas was built on the mafia and Italians, <laughs> and it's important to me not to keep those traditions, but to keep the home traditions. Absolutely. Together, so. Well, you come from Youngstown, Ohio, which is where uh, Dean Martin was from, and yes. a lot of Italians from Youngstown, Ohio. So, Yes, absolutely. And believe it or not, there are a lot of people from Ohio here in Las Vegas. Um, it's crazy, so... Absolutely. Well, check her out, Joel Rigetti, and then hopefully we're going to have you on again later in the year uh, when you've got a gig for a few weeks somewhere we can come and see you and so forth. So we'll oh, look yeah. forward to it. Well, I will be in New Hampshire in September. Um, Chris Jason, who is the star of the Rat Pack, is back. He and I have a show called Nothing But the Best, and we, we uh, play this vineyard every year in New Hampshire in Hollis, and it's a wine vineyard. Um, and uh, a beautiful vineyard, and we'll be there. And I'll post it on my website in September. Yeah, get so. back to us so we can remind people. Yeah, we've had Chris on the show. Great mm -hmm. Sinatra act. What, fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that'll be fun in, uh, on the other side of the country, but that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh-huh. It is every year. We've, we've done it now for four years in a row, and um, it's called Fulcino Wine Vineyard, and great people there, and we um, are able to accommodate about 250 people. It's an outdoor concert on this wine vineyard, and they put a stage there, and we have a live orchestra, and we do a two-hour show, and it's really, really awesome, and so we look forward to going back there in September. Sounds great. Well, Joelle, yeah. we'll have you on again. Thank you so much for being with us. 
Well, thank you so very much. It was my pleasure. And you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Have you been portnoy yet? Well, you should be. What does that actually mean, Neil Portnoy? You send me a photograph, and I do a realistic cartoon caricature. Realistic looks just like you. And then I cartoon the body. How do we get information we want to get portnoy? Uh, you can call the gallery at 702-685-2929 or on social media, Facebook, Portnoy Gallery, artist Neil Portnoy, Neil Portnoy, idroppeople.com, and probably about six other places that at my age memory is the second thing that goes. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the Talk Media Network. I'm Xavier Mortimer, magician. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Listed to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You know, when you visit Las Vegas, there's plenty of great museums, and you can go all over time from the early days of Vegas through the mobster days and so forth. Well, there's another great place that you really want to visit there if you like cars, and of course I do, and it's called Nostalgia Street Rods. Really interesting place. It's a private collection of automobiles back from 1910 to 1965, and with us is the curator, Sherry Goldstrom-Harris. So welcome, Sherry. Nostalgia Street Rods, what gave you uh, the idea of putting something like this together in a place where people are looking for all kinds of entertainment? Well, my parents um, gave me the idea several years ago because they are probably one of the biggest collectors in the state. And it's a private collection, so nobody really knew what they collected except for, you know, the immediate family. And um, as I was growing up, I, you know, began to learn about this collection. And I wanted to show people what my parents thought was cool to collect. So I, with along with my dad's help, you know, we built these um, museums that we have. And... It started out as a fun thing to build it for a place to house all his cars because he's been collecting cars since he's been, I think, about 16. Mm-hmm. But So we just built the collections, and I wanted to show people, you know, what they thought was cool to collect. And well, I think it's a cool collection, and it's a little different. As curator, it must be uh, an important thing because there are places across the country, even I know Bill Hara has a famous collection and so forth, and there's various places around the, the nation that do this. What is it, do you think, that makes this particular collection some, a must-see for people that are visiting Las Vegas? Well, what I, what I see when I put these collections together, I just thought it was really neat how there's just not one thing that they collected. They collected numerous amounts of things and what you see when you come to our place is only about 60 percent of you know of our collection yeah i think it's a really neat place it's like one of these places where everything's well taken care of and you get a couple of things you get a real culture trip you get a a wide assortment of things that'll interest some of the stuff's going to interest everybody in your party no matter what 
And I think it's, it is a real good flavor for an American family and kind of American culture. You, tell us a little about your family because, you know, your family was particularly interesting. You had some tragedy and so forth. And you and your mom, really a, an early start uh, story of, you know, powerful women really put it, taking over difficult situations and making the best of it. Well, my family's story is very cool. Uh, my dad used to be a demo contractor for about uh, – 50 years in Vegas, and he was one of the biggest demo contractors, and that's kind of where his money began. And uh, back in the day, I used to drive truck for my dad, and my mom ran our office, and it was about the mid-80s that my, after I graduated high school, my dad wanted, um, him and my mom wanted me to come into the office, and it was then that I started seeing what they started to collect. I knew that they were collecting, but I didn't get the magnitude of it until I actually came in and ran our office. And once I got in there, then, of course, my parents really started traveling and collecting. And the cool story about it is is that my mom, way back in the day, you know how, like, you men like to trade up things? Well, my mom, <laughs> she would put the cars in her name when she would buy them for my dad. So that that's how his collection began because, you know, you men, you like to trade up things. Well, my mom's idea of it was to keep everything we could get our hands on. So, yeah. and, and, you know, my dad has uh, 250 cars today. You don't see all of them in the museum because we're out of space. But, you know, like I said, it's only about 60% of that collection. And someday I hope to have a little city there where our collections are now to just show people the cool things. And you know what I think is really cool is you realize how different cars were and how they changed back. Then. You know, now all the cars look very similar. You know, they're either an SUV type and they all have the same kind of dynamics and so forth. But back then, you really see different ways that people enjoyed the transportation and so forth. I, I think it's just a great way to visit, you know, early, mid, and even late 20th century. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's just, it's so interesting when you, you know, when you go look at these vehicles and you like the 1910 Sears car, I mean, it's really amazing when you sit and you actually look in it. And it drove into our museum, so it was quite the thing to see. And then if you, you know, go to you know, the 65 that we have or the 68 Nova, it's just, it's just amazing how they change and now today what the way our cars are. And the, the thing that I think is really cool is how things are coming back. Well, this is really cool stuff. By the way, you are an interesting person because I don't know if people picked up on it. You drove the big trucks. In fact, I understand uh, you started with, uh, with like a Peterbilt, right? I mean, that. That's not an easy, that twin-stick Peterbilt from the late 60s? I did. It it actually was my brother's truck, and I learned how to drive it. And, uh, you know, I I had to start at the bottom, too. And my dad, uh, you know, would give me a newer truck every few years, you know. And I finally, my last truck was an 84 Pete, and uh, I loved it. Still do love the truck. Still got my CDL. Um, Very, very much into the trucks, more than most girls would would or whatever be, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I think people are going to want to get out there. They want to take a look at it. So let's tell them how to do it. Now, you deal primarily through tours, right? So how does it work? If we, When people are planning a trip to Vegas, do they get a time in advance, or how does it go? Well, first of all, um, we give three tours a day, and that's Monday through Friday, and it's 10, noon, and 2, and the cost of that tour is $20. But if you want to do a VIP tour ever, which is an experience with my dad, 
Um, you get a free T-shirt with that. It costs 50 bucks, And then he just goes around and he takes you and he starts the cars and he does all this fun, amazing stuff. And you get to hear right from him exactly where it all began and how it went down. And um, we can do those tours on the off hours. Or if you have a group or a party and you want to come on the weekends, we do do weekend tours. Um, it's just in advance and you have to pay for them. Uh, and that's, that's how you do it. You just visit us on the web at, you know, www.nostalgiastreetroutes.com. And you can come anytime, Monday through Friday, on those three tours. Or you can just give us a call and we'll put your name down. And we'd sure love to, we love to give tours. And we have a great tour guide. Her name is Suzette. And usually uh, you go out of there rolling laughing because she's uh, quite the character. <laughs> well, Sherry, we can't wait. I mean, I think, yeah, you know, for the... The casual fan, they're going to have a blast. I think that uh, one-on-one with your dad sounds incredible to me. I mean, if you're one of these real car lovers, it, it would be a lot of a lot of fun for that. All And a great place for an event. So we'll remind people again, you go to NostalgiaStreetRods.com. It's a place on your next visit to Las Vegas, you really want to consider adding it. It's something to see. It's really well worth it. Uh, where exactly are you in terms of compared to the strip and so forth, Sherry? We're just a couple miles from the strip. We're actually... Um West of the Mandalay Bay, and we are um, south of the Orleans Hotel. So we're right in that little corridor there off of Cameron and Hacienda, and it's really close to the Strip. Oh, yeah, and that's really easy to get to. Sherry, thanks so much. We really enjoyed having you on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. Thank you so much, and you guys have a nice day. When you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do. And I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. A really unique Las Vegas experience, so you can learn the history and have a blast. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the Talk Media Network. Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate a lower tax bill. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts. But you can stop these IRS actions. The tax doctor will fight for you using industry secrets that can stop any IRS actions, eliminate penalties and interest, and reduce your past tax bill. So you pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor now for a free IRS audit emergency review. Call 800-515-4956. That's 800-515-4956. Again, 800-515-4956. That's 800-515-4956. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? 
low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. Call right now. 800-267-1806. 800-267-1806. 800-267-1806. That's 800-267-1806. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps. Let's check with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. In the world of the service industry, the folks who get tips, it's a, it's a tricky business for the IRS, for employers, and for these employees because you're technically supposed to pay taxes on all the money you make. Well, in a tip-driven job, it is really difficult to gauge how much someone makes in tips. So the government, the IRS, works with employers to take kind of a best guess. And the term is tip compliance, which means they're picking a number that it's assumed this individual makes, kind of an average tip per hour. It is often much, much lower than what they actually make, but the government wants something. So they pick this number. Tip compliance means this is the stated amount that this individual makes in tips, and that's what they pay taxes on. Well, um, this is renegotiated every three years, and for a certain period of time now during the pandemic, the IRS has kept that number low uh, because they understand people are struggling. Well, now they're, they have shifted gears again, and uh, one individual that I talked to, uh, the, the, the rate that he has been given for some time now is uh, 16 or $18 an hour as his as his tips. That's what he pays taxes on. Well, now it has jumped up to $70. Oh. So that's a huge jump up uh, in what is being claimed and what taxes are being paid on. And this is be- going to be a huge disruption to folks in the service industry. There's two sides to every coin, of course, because while you feel badly for these folks, you also realize that in, in in the reality of the tip world, nobody claims every dollar they make in tips. So, but that's one of the appeals of this this challenging industry uh, is you're drawn to it because you are making more than you're actually claiming or that the government is saying you're getting. So you're you're actually making more than most people who get a form where every penny they make is accounted for and you pay taxes on every penny you make. So it's it's a complex issue, but. It's just a big jolt to folks in the service industry. Many have been struggling the way this is structured on some evenings because this this hourly rate does not change. The business might be higher than that number. The business might be lower than that number, but you're still paying taxes on the same amount. They could actually have so much taken out of their check that they get a check for zero dollars. So that's what's happening now. And uh, it, so it's going to cause quite a, quite a brouhaha, I believe. Uh, the IRS has a tough job. Employers have a tough job. These employees, it's very, all very confusing and challenging for them because it's going up 500%, 600% in some cases. 
uh, and it has a lot of fallout. Very interesting realm. Vegas obviously affected by this, I think, more than any other destination because obviously big cities have restaurants and places where people get tips. But in Vegas, it's really primarily tip-driven in so many jobs. Let's talk about Vegas and tips because I understand it's kind of a a weird situation because on the one hand, with the pandemic and stuff, a lot of people feel for the folks that are working in the service industry. You know, we're hurting for people out there, so they want to help them. On the other hand, I've understood in Las Vegas, even some of the NFL players that come into town, very wealthy individuals, sometimes aren't great tippers. So what's kind of the scenario going on right now? Well, I have have some theories about this. I think it's pretty well acknowledged that tipping is in decline. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with a cultural change, and, and I call it kind of the decline in civility, because tipping is just this, It's the, it, there's no rules, right? So there's no set amount. If somebody wins a million-dollar jackpot, there's no set amount they tip. There tends to be a guideline of 15 to 20% at a restaurant, but if there's, it, that all comes from kind of a f- sense of generosity and a sense of obligation, and just it's just this cultural agreement that I think is starting to decay. I don't feel like it's an economic thing. I feel like it's people are just treating servers worse, uh, and they're doing it in what they're saying, and they're doing it in tipping. There's more dine and dash that's happening now, and it's just a it's a fascinating and sad trend. Uh, one of the most shocking things I have to say of my last year of blogging and and doing social media is I will occasionally post that someone has won a million dollar jackpot and not tipped at all, not a dollar. This has happened multiple times. Three out of four of the last million dollar wins have tipped zero and one person tipped $40 on a million dollar win. I post this as a way to say, as a reminder, a helpful reminder that these individuals who facilitate your jackpot are important and you should thank them because if you if they weren't there you'd be sitting in front of a slot machine with yeah. no money it would just be a machine with a million dollars on it My, one of the biggest shocks is how many people chime in to say what did they do why do they deserve a tip why would anybody tip them like it is it's half the people who chime in are actually saying why would i tip and wow. and that is a huge huge shift in mentality and treatment of uh, just frontline employees, casino employees, it is a remarkable change. And I feel like it, is, it has happened and accelerated in the last couple of years, and it's, it, it trickles down to bartenders and servers and just the way these folks are treated. There, there's no real uh, pressure, no embarrassment if you don't tip. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be that cultural agreement has just started to erode. And there's still a lot of very generous tippers. This is a broad brush I'm painting with. Um, and thankfully, folks that are getting tips are still, they're making a good living, even during a challenging time. But more and more, I hear stories uh, that are just shocking to believe. People will run up a $300 tab and leave $5. This happens over and over and over again. And there are a lot of things that these venues can do. Uh, a lot of restaurants are actually thinking about getting a credit card up front for the dine and dash, but that doesn't help the servers. Mm. They have to do an auto gratuity. People don't like auto gratuities, but I think that's what it's coming to is people rely on this income, tip in- income, and that's the way to get it. You got to do an auto gratuity. Usually here, if it's a party of six or more, they'll do it, but I think they're going to start doing it for parties of four. Uh, maybe for everybody, it's hard to say. 
But I think, um, you know, everybody is seeing that trend, and it's, it's hard to watch. To I, I love the fact that you talk about civility because I couldn't agree more. And Don't you think that kind of gets – People complain about Vegas, like, oh, they're nickel and dynamite, and I'm very sympathetic to that. I mean, we've talked about it a number of times on the show, but this is the other side of it, too, right? I mean, all of a sudden, gee, they're not as happy to see me in there. Well, part of the reason is you're changing the atmosphere. If it's going to be dog-eat-dog, you know, you hope you're on the right side of that. Yeah, I I think I know what you mean. It's kind of a... The perception of Las Vegas, there's there's a group of folks, you know, the other day there, I listed some hotels here in town, there were probably four or five, where the, the room rate was $9, $9 a night. So in my world, it, it depends on what, you, what your focus is, right? So if you focus on, holy cow, I can get a room on a Las Vegas Strip for $9, that's amazing. But you've got another group of people who right out of the gate are going, what's the resort fee, though? <laughs> so the resort fee can be 40 or $50. So in my world, I'm still thinking I'm getting a room on the Las Vegas Strip for $60. <laughs> Unbelievable value. But there are some who focus on, yes, nobody loves resort fees, but they can't enjoy things. They've got to go, they've got to go after it. They have to pick at it. Why would I tip? Twenty percent when my drink took an extra two minutes. You know, it's, it, there's such a feeling of entitlement. I think there's just this growing. You know, you've seen it on planes. You've seen it. You've seen it in road rage. You've seen it in, and you definitely see it in casinos, at bars. The tone that people take and the whole syndrome of asking of asking for a manager for everything like that is a very strange uh, mood change in Vegas. So that those things are cultural. There are business aspects, there are legal aspects, there's political aspects. But I, I think Vegas is caught right in the middle because in a town where, you know, hospitality is king, gratuities make <laughs> make Vegas run. Uh, but if you're going to cherry pick the, you know, the negative things, you can, just like in life. Thanks, Scott. Make sure to visit Scott's site every week. It's VitalVegas.com. And please follow on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Madge, reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Vegas, here we go! Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. Call 800-923-8625. That's 800-923-8625. 800-923-8625.